How many of you are planning this year to go on holiday by aeroplane? Yeah. Do you know what? Perhaps because most of my holidays when I was a child were about going on a ferry, my first flight was when I was 20. In fact, 27. But you know what? I was, I'm still so excited when I fly. I don't always have small children with me, obviously. But I'm so excited, and I love looking at what you can see out of the aeroplane window. Can I have my slide, please? So where's this? Can anyone work it out? It's taken the sky at night. It, well, London is in there. London is a very big splodge of light near the bottom. So what country is it? It's the UK. And I love it. Uh, you know, uh, last year, John and I, as you know, went to Africa. And that was a really long flight. We flew overnight. And I love going away. But I also love coming home, looking out of the window and starting to think, oh, oh, yes, oh, that big splodge. Now, is that um, London or Milton Keynes? And you get a bit close and you think, oh, is that Coventry or is it actually Birmingham? And those lights tell me where I am. In fact, they're so bright, they're pretty hard to miss. And it reminds me of what Jesus said in our reading, that a city on a hill can't be hidden. Think of the lights on top of a hill. The Bible describes both God and Jesus as sources of light. Jesus came to be the light of the world, shining with God's love and purity. Even before he was born, at the very start of the Gospel of Luke, the man who was soon to be Jesus' sort of uncle, Zechariah, describes the unborn Messiah as the rising sun who will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. And when he was on earth, Jesus' job was to pass that light on to his followers, on to you and me. The Bible describes us as children of light. And light's not meant to be hidden. Just like the blaze of Birmingham lights up the night sky, so we are called to shine out the light of Jesus. Shining out, what does that mean? Well, it means living in a different way to our friends to our colleagues, to our neighbours who don't have Jesus' light. We're to make a difference by being different. So shining with God's light means loving people the way that Jesus loved them. It means standing up for what is true and what's right, like Jesus did. It means explaining God's word so that others can understand about God's light. And it means following God's ways even when it's hard. 
If we are full of God's light, we'll be like a runway. The runway lights that guide a plane to land safely. Pilots need this information if, they're going to, uh, not, if they've got to look after their passengers. If a pilot can't see where the runway is, and you think how foggy it was earlier this morning, they might crash and hurt lots of people. But the light that comes from God's word helps us to know where we are. It keeps us on a secure path. And we mustn't keep that to ourselves. Philippians 2 verse 15 tells us to shine like stars in the sky as we hold out the word of life. When we know God's best plans about how to live, Jesus asks us to look after the people around us and to share that guidance so that they also know how to live safely, know how to take off and fly. Of course, it's not always easy shining out God's light. And in the second section of what Leo read to us, Jesus says that we can't just get away with going through the motions of faith. Just turning up to church occasionally, just, you know, saying the occasional prayer, smiling nicely at our neighbours. We are actually called to live out God's law of love and holiness in every part of our lives. To be even more committed to God's purposes than the religious experts, holier than John Coyne. It is possible. And it's no good going for the low-calorie version of Christianity. Christ's light can't be christ light. And shining out with Jesus' light also might mean that people pick on us. When I was a little girl, my mum and dad used to tell me what it was like when they were children during air raids in the Second World War. They lived in Watford, and Watford was where all the planes that had been bombing London, if they still had a couple of bombs on board, they didn't want to fly back to Germany with them, so they'd drop them on Watford. And they told me how important it was to conceal every little chink of light, because even with a chink, people would know where to attack. And yet, here is Jesus saying that we need to shine brightly. It happened to Jesus. It'll happen to us. We will be judged. And sometimes people might be nasty to us when we live God's way. Yet even when it's hard, those around us will notice if our faith keeps burning brightly. So, in the words of the old prayer, lighten our darkness, Lord, we pray. For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light to shine in our hearts, to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ.
Thank you, Sue. Let's just take a minute to think about how we're going to be light in the way that we live and act this week. I'll come on and talk a little bit more about that in a bit. Before we do that, let's have our intercessions now. So uh, we've got Barbara and Callum and Steve, different bits of the church family, uh, coming to lead us in our prayers. Thank you. Let's just take a moment to be quiet and still as we come to bring our intercessions this morning. Let's pray. Father, we come to you to pray for your church. We praise you that we are free to worship you. They should have been given one of these. Can you put your hand up if you haven't got one? It may be you've only got one or two for a whole family, but grown-ups should all have one each. Put your hand up if you need one. And you also need a pen. So uh, if you'd like to rootle around and get one, and if you haven't, again, put your hand up and someone will come and give you a pen. So we need a pen over here. Pen at the front here. Pen over here and over here. Oh, two pens here. Here. Over here. There we go. Okay. And if you can get it so you can see, it's written on both sides, but if you can get it so you can see the bit that says, light wakes us up. If you've got a family, please do this with your children and help ask for their ideas. Or if you're own, just think it through. But we're going to use this as a way to pray God's light into people's lives. So light wakes us up. Every day, human beings are programmed by what's called their circadian rhythms to wake up because of the increase of natural light. And whatever yesterday was like, we have a fresh start each dawn. Earlier in the service, we all said sorry to God and now we too have a chance to start afresh. God asks his people to wake up to the new opportunities he's given them. So either on your own or working as a family, please can you think of a person who needs to discover or perhaps rediscover the sunshine of God? the opportunities of a new season and then do what it says on the card. We'll pause. So when you've chosen someone, we'll have some quiet because you're going to pray for that person and then you're going to pray for how you can help shine God's light into their lives. So let's pray. (coughs) 
And now we'll bring those prayers to a close. So what else does light do? Light shows us the way to go. We've talked already about how runway lights act as a guide so that pilots know where to take off and where to land safely. Everybody has to make choices about their life and sometimes it's a difficult decision. People aren't always sure what's the best way forward, but light can help them see the path. It might be a small thing, like how to respond to someone at school or someone at work. It might be a big decision. The Bible says that God's word is like a lamp to our feet and a light for our path. So again, either on your own or working as a family, think of someone you know, could be yourself, who has a decision to make or needs to know God's way forward. And then do what it says on the card. So let's be quiet so that we can pray for that person and then pray for how we can help shine God's light into their life. Now we'll bring those prayers to a close and if you turn over your card... Something that light does is that it gives us confidence. If we're blindfolded, or if we're in a very, very dark place, it can make us feel very alone and nervous. Our walking, if we can't see, becomes slow and uncertain in case we fall over and hurt ourselves. Light helps us all to become more positive. With light, we can walk confidently. We can step out with energy. And God wants to assure his children that he is with them. They're never alone. And they do not need to be fearful. So think of someone who needs to know that they really are special to God. And that they can step out in faith. It might be you. Write their name together as a family or on your own. And now we'll be quiet to pray for them and pray for how we can help them, showing them God's light. And we'll bring those prayers to a close. And what else does light do? Well, light helps things to grow and work properly. The increase of sunlight in spring helps bulbs to come up out of the earth and leaves to unfurl on trees. And scientists have also discovered that being in daylight helps a human brain to concentrate better. And when hospital patients can look at the outside through a window, it helps their bodies heal better. See, God wants us to be well in our emotions, in our spirit, in our body. 
He wants us to become strong agents operating in his kingdom. So again, think of someone who needs to grow in a new way or who needs to be healed by God. Write their name and pray for them.